Previously on The World to Come. You are addressing Her Royal Highness, the Princess Ripley. I come bearing a message from the Cardinal. A trip to the roost. We're supposed to buy that the Cardinal had some kind of vision. What about the Oracle of Nipple? We could consult her with our questions. <laughs> yeah, if we could answer her riddle first. We have a week until the Cardinal's performance when we'll all be back here. Let's use that time to do some digging, and we can compare notes when we return here for the performance. Sounds mint. You got it, chica. So, I guess we're a team? And now, the latest chapter in the saga of the world to come. To come. Episode 6, The Oracle of Nipil. As we discussed last episode, an unusually clear sky hung over Fiveborough on the day the two halves of the Fellowship went out on their first forays. Princess Ripley woke early to greet a day that promised much sought-after adventure. Her anticipation of the impending trek to Nipil had made for a restless night. But the stimulation of her abounding excitement more than made up for any dearth of energy she might have otherwise experienced from sleeping poorly. I'm gonna go on an adventure today. Soon no one and nothing will stand in my way to the Oracle's lair. What secrets are there? I'll never find out if I don't chart the way. I'm gonna go on an adventure today. Whilst Princess Ripley washed up and dressed for the day, another member of the Fellowship was stirring to greet the morning in Boogie Town. I'm gonna see the Oracle bitch. Some say she is loca, some say she's a witch. If we ask pretty please, will she unveil mysteries? But loca or bruja, it don't matter which. I'm gonna see the Oracle bitch. <laughs> and in his lavish brownstone and white way, young Chip Knickerbocker lifted his head from his pillow, squinting at the light that poured through his window on this unusually clear morning. Today I'll break out of my comfort zone. Today I'll prove that I have a backbone. Sure, I am scared as heck, but at least this time I need not do it alone. Today I'll break out of my comfort zone. It's brand new ground that we and brand new chances we are taking Too long we spent our lives just going with the flow We're gonna swim upstream now, the sky seems to gleam now It's a strangely radiant day in Whatever we might find at night, 
test my mettle and try my will. We'll forge on come what may, let doubt be cast away. I'm not without my fears, though the time of truth near so. New frontiers we face in clear sky, fiber road. Today I'll break out of my comfort zone. Ripley made her way down from her chambers to take breakfast with Queen Cyanaris. Mother. The princess began as she used her fork to break the crust of her piping hot pigeon pot pie, releasing plumes of steam. Do you remember when the Cardinal first came to Fiveborough? Not precisely, no. He was a relatively obscure figure when he first arrived, but he rose to prominence during the genre wars. Indeed, by working as a profiteer. Queen Cyanaris glanced up to her god-captain's snarling visage. We have the Cardinal to thank for the peace we now enjoy between the factions. He supplied arms to all sides of the conflict, made himself rich, and only when it served him did he broker peace between the survivors. You really don't care for the Cardinal, do you, Sir Cyborg? He is an opportunistic Farlander whose intervention cost us dearly before it ever served us. The Fansai could have won that war. Princess, your father was a sterling strategist. He- Yup! Yitamchuk! Dach! Sir Cyborg tensed as the Queen chastised him in the brutish tongue of the fictional planet Quonos. Apologies, Majesty. I forgot myself. It is known. All of us lost a great deal in those days. Enough of this talk. But you never speak of father or the genre wars. I'm interested in- We do not speak of it because it is painful. You were but a child when your father- my gallant Duke of Gushing fell at the Battle of Squirtle Bay. To avenge him, your mother led a siege on their compound at Tunyon Square. She single-handedly slew an entire cartoon platoon of the Bloviet Tunyon's elite forces. Yes, many of the Yosemite Samurai lay dead on that red day. Sounds like you were a real badass, Mom. Eat your pigeon pot pie. The princess complied, and as soon as she was through, excused herself to slip off to the stables. Morning, Artax. Ripley addressed her favorite stallion, reaching to run her fingers through his thick white mane. Morning, princess. It was not the horse who greeted her, but the stable boy, Schmendrick. Taking Artax out today? Oh, hi, Schmendrick. Yeah, I'll be gone for a couple of hours. I don't blame you, Highness. Beautiful day for it. I'll just saddle him up. As Ripley set off on her journey, over in White Way, Chip was packing a few supplies. Some paints and chalks, in case there was time or opportunity to depict any of the new vistas he would see. He also brought a pair of well-worn Converse trainers from the world that was. His preferred mode of transport was roller skates, but he liked to bring a more practical alternative, in case his trek involved rough terrain or too many stairs. Although the Oracle's Temple of Nypil was technically situated in White Way, Dama Yolanda had the shortest journey from her Boogie Town estate. She elected to walk, which was more of an undertaking than it might sound, as so-called sensible shoes are anathema in La Cultura de Escandalista. Amongst the higher echelons of Boogie Town society, 
a woman would be expected to wear a heel of no fewer than four inches when in public. It was not uncommon for an elder of the faction to confine herself to a wheelchair, more inclined to favor fashion and forego walking entirely. Ripley was the first to arrive, but Yolanda and Chip approached from opposite directions while she was still tying Artax to an old street lamp in front of the temple. She glanced before her to the two-story structure with its grey stone facade as Chip roller skated up to her side. The Temple of Nightbill isn't exactly palatial, is it? Wind whistled through the slits in the boarded-up windows on both floors. Taking a few steps nearer, Ripley placed one hand against the cold stone and attempted to peek between two of the thick wooden boards obscuring her view through the windows. Only darkness met her gaze. I'd imagine the temple would be bigger. Dama Yolanda strutted to her side and inspected the architecture appraisingly. The tellers in Whiteway say that most of the larger temples of learning were raised to the ground. Probably by your ancestors, Gringuito. You might be right about that, Miss Yolanda, ma'am. Well, what are we waiting for, guys? Ripley began marching toward the gaping portal to her right, which was open but for the thin metal skeletons of doors and windows long bereft of the glass they once framed. Hold up, chica! We can't just walk in there half-cocked! Did y'all do any research about Nightbull? It is known that a few fancy adventurers have illegally crossed your borders to make this pilgrimage. An all-knowing soothsayer is very on-brand for us, but none have returned. I couldn't exactly let on to my folks that I was planning to come here, so I just know what I've heard from tours over the years. Tell her Tallulah spoke of a riddle that must be answered before any of the Oracle's ethereal knowledge is granted. It's worse than you tell a bait, gringuito. The Temple of Nightbull is booby-trapped. This big, wide-open entrance lures people in, and the Oracle traps those who cannot answer her riddle correctly. <laughs> like an aranha, kitchen flies in its web. Oh, criminy! I definitely didn't know that. <laughs> I'm not surprised. The tellers of Whiteway are heavily censored, and dead pilgrims ain't wholesome content. It is known. Is there anyone in Fiveborough who's actually answered the riddle or seen the oracle? There are those who've claimed to, but I can tell you no more than that. Do you have any other wisdom to impart, Dama Yolanda? Just one more thing. It is said that pilgrims are only allowed one question each. Hmm. So we should be strategic. Like, maybe I can ask... What is the Cardinal's secret? He seems like a man with many secrets. Who's to say she'd tell us about one that helps us? How about, what is the Cardinal's biggest secret? Mm, she could take that to mean physically largest. Like if he's harboring an elephant skeleton or something? Let's say deepest secret. And I think that one's good. Boy, you're awful crafty, Miss Yolanda, ma'am. One of you should ask if he really saw my dinner with Andre. Pero a yes or no question would be a waste. Instead, I'll ask, how did the Cardinal see my dinner with Andre? That way, we'll find out whether or not he really did have a vision. Oh, and Chip, maybe you can ask who else in Fiveborough has had a reading from the Oracle. Um, actually... You guys are probably just ducky with those first two questions. I was thinking maybe I might just stand guard out here to make sure nobody goes in after you. You got cold feet in those skates, gringuito. Is this about the deadly booby traps that promise to kill us all unless we answer correctly? I mean, 
it isn't not about them. I'm frightened too, Chip. But courage isn't about being fearless. It's about standing up to your fears. Yeah, but why should just the two of us risk our lives? We all took that tonto fancy fellowship pledge, didn't we? It's just, well, jeepers. I didn't wake up this morning counting on putting my life in harm's way. And I don't think I'll be all that helpful in there anyhow. When I was young and thunder boomed, I felt like all the world was doomed. My heart would race, I thought I would burst. Yeah, thunder is the worst. But as I hid beneath my bed, my father came to ease the dread. I still can hear his voice today. When thunder claps, I hear him say, Take heart, little soldier, these fears will go away. Take heart, and I know you will live to fight another day. Storms rage, but soon the sun bursts through the gray. Take heed, little soldier, take heart. My father was born in the Gore Consortium. The horror movie people? Indeed. So he knew a lot about fear and how to overcome it. Well, your pa sounds spooky, but also nice. He was the best. I loved him so. But Daddy died some years ago. His name lives on in fancy lore. A hero felled by war. So now I love the thunder's crack. I hear it and it brings him back. His voice can pierce the veil of years. Again those words ring in my ears. Take Little soldier, these fears will go away. Take heart, and I know you will live to fight another day. Storms rage, but soon the sun bursts through the gray. Take heed, little soldier, take heart. Maybe I can do this. Take heart. Maybe I won't waver. Little soldier, take heart. Maybe I'll get through this. Maybe I can be braver. Maybe we'll view this as a memory to savor. This is the scariest part. Maybe we can skew this, turn the terror to our favor. When the fear, when those fears. Start. Let us take heed and take heart, little soldier. These fears will go away. I will take heart, and I know you will live to find another day. Storms rage, but soon the sun bursts through the gray. Take heed, little soldier.
soldier, take heart, take heed, little soldier. a lovely moment y'all but i'm hoping to get back to boogie town in time to get my nails did oh well what are we waiting for i don't know about you but i've got to see an oracle about a mystery and it was chip knickerbocker who took the first step or rather skate through the metal door frame into the temple of nipil as they crossed the threshold into the interior of the temple their steps fell upon strangely soft ground unable to see clearly in the darkened room Ripley knelt and pinched up a bit of the substance coating the floors. The aroma reached her senses before she'd even raised it to her nose. Ash, the floor is covered in it. There were many books in the temples of learning. That's why so few still stand. How many lost stories do you think we're stepping on and breathing in? Countless. Let's press on. The trio moved cautiously forward, deeper into the darkness. The wheel of Chip's roller skate caught on something and he crouched to pick it up. By gum! I think this is a knuckle bone from a human being! He dropped it, and suddenly, a flicker of light ahead halted them all in their tracks. The glimmer expanded into a larger ball of flame that seemed to hover high above them as their eyes adjusted. Oh yeah, it's just a torch, y'all! The faint light revealed a figure standing on the landing of a staircase looming above them. A woman with a head wrap and matching robes that glowed orange in the firelight. She gazed with dark, wild eyes that expressed something akin to grim amusement. Who stalks into my parlor bleak to touch my wisdom you three seek? Is that the riddle? Shh, Chip. Oh, mighty oracle of Nipil, we are indeed hither come to entreat thee to impart thy knowledge unto us. Nena. Why are you talking like that? She speaks in rhymes. I panicked. Before I grant my gift of guile, all pilgrims must endure a trial. But ere you face this temple strife, I grant one chance to keep your life. Mark if you do not choose to flee. Then your three souls are bound to me. I mean, she's not unreasonable. She said we can... Go. Take heart, Chip. Take heart. You three stand firm and thus consent to heal the riddle I present. If you are wise and answer well, you hear the truth I do foretell. One question each I will permit, but if you fail my test of wit, you three will pay a hefty price. Your mortal lives, the sacrifice. I don't know why, but the rhyming is making it way creepier. Is it too late to back out? She already said it is. Now shut up! Now, listen closely lest you miss my fatal riddle which is this. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both. What do you have? Heavens to Betsy, I know this! I actually know this one! Really? What is it? You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both and there you have The facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you've got to go and show your grow and now you know about the facts of life. The facts of life? 
When the world never seems to be living up to your dreams, it's time you started finding out the facts of life are all about you. You. This answer more than satisfies. Your souls are free and no one dies. How the fuck did you know that, Chip? Oh, well, when I was knee-high to a grasshopper, my wet nurse used to sing it to me as a lullaby. It's a lullaby? You had a wet nurse? Well, it's actually a theme song to an old show. Not Hepburner old, mind you. My nanny was a refugee from the sitcommune. Your nanny was a sick communist? Yeah, she converted to Hepburnism after the genre wars to avoid exile in the subtubes, but when it was just the two of us, she'd sing me the old sitcom themes. Looks like it's a good thing you came with us after all. I never would have guessed that correctly. I still can't get over the wet nurse. Thus, you've completed your sole task. What are the questions you would ask? Why don't you go first, Chip? You've earned it. Oh, sure. Um, hi, Mrs. Oracle. Ma'am, I'm Chip Knickerbocker. How do you do? I fare quite fairly. Rarely vexed. One question down, who asked the next? Oh, rookie mistake, Chip. You can't be making small talk with a fortune teller. <laughs> you trying to be nice, pero they just turned that shit around on you. <laughs> oh, I really got you, didn't I? I'm fucking with the little guy. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Phew, um, that was a close one. Don't you- Don't you finish that question. Righto. So, um, Mrs. Oracle, ma'am, who else in Fiveborough has successfully sought out your wisdom? Of those who came here to confer, one rules the roost, one sired her. The Oracle gestured to Princess Ripley. Sired me? You mean my father? Yeah! Stop! Don't ask that! Remember, you only get one question. But I have so many questions about my father. My mother never speaks of him, and I can't- That's not why we came here. You're right. So, my father and the Cardinal are the only two people in Fiveborough who've actually consulted her. One is dead, and the other did very well for himself. Mighty Oracle, what is the Cardinal's deepest secret? Deep beneath the Cardinal's lair. A conduit is hidden there. Once discovered, it unfurled. A gateway to another world. So, skeletons in his basement. Good to know. A gateway to another world? My people have legends of such things, of stargates and illuvians. The demons of air and darkness created portals between planets, which the Enterprise D discovered in- We get it, Chica. You're a geek. So. Oracle Lady, my question is this. How did the Cardinal see my dinner with Fondre? He didn't see you on the day. You took your meal with young Andre. Wait, what? Oh, shit! What happened? What does that mean? Yo, I fucked up, y'all. I asked how the Cardinal saw my dinner with Fondre. I should have asked how he saw the movie My Dinner with Andre. She's just talking about that time I went for a rock on pigeon with my boy, Andre. Oh shucks, Miss Yolanda. It's okay. We got some good intel today. Oh, my stars and garters. Now I'm rhyming. Thank you, oh wise and powerful oracle, for the gifts of knowledge you deigned to bestow upon we simple folk. 
Before we take our leave, is there anything else thou wouldst impart unto our unworthy ears? You're really good at that, Ripley. Thanks, Chip. There is one more thing I would say before you take your leave today. By and large, I live a peaceful life. I'm always mother, sister, friend, or wife. I choose to live up here in silence, too. But some foul days like this one here, some strangers come to dumb and trembling in fear. And all my tranquil life is folks in truth. I know they have questions, wanna know what life's about. But they overstay the welcome when I want them to get out. I can make things somewhat clearer, perhaps. I just figured daily booby traps would drive it home. Be quite cryptic and quite curt That's cause I'm a damn introvert I never roam So I just want to be left alone Let it be known both far and wide I want me loved and spirit guide Just give me solitary macrame Not sure what pilgrim still persists Outside the Temple of Nipil, our trio regrouped. Great work today, team. We've learned some pretty choice information. Right-o! We now know that the Cardinal's in possession of some sort of 
portal to another world. And that the Cardinal has consulted with the Oracle. Asked at my father. I wish I could have asked about that. I know, Ripley, but you had to prioritize the mission. You did good. So did you, Chip. We couldn't have done it without you, Gringuito. If not for your sick, communist, wet nurse, our dead bodies would be decorating the temple floor by now. Well, let's hope Lucas and his team were as successful in the subtubes as we were up here. I hope they're okay down there. Ooh, I can still see my nail girl if I hustle. See you both next week at the roost. Yolanda waved over her shoulder as she sauntered off into the east. Thanks for the pep talk before, Ripley. Thank my father. See you soon, Chip. Ripley put her arms around the slender youth and grinning, he returned the hug. See you in the funny papers, friend. Ripley untied the rope binding Artax to the street lamp, and off Chip skated into the west to seek out some blank wall to serve as a canvas on which to depict the sights he'd seen today. The winter shades of the Temple of Nipil and the autumn hues of the torchlit oracle who dwelt therein. Next time the crew soon reunited with brand new clues they're too excited They'll share the leads they found above and underground It won't be too easy though, fate has wrenches to throw Join us next time to see what's going down In five baroons